Oh, hello. And welcome back to the Wings and Riffs, totally unstructured podcast. My name is Torsten Ogle, also known as Wingless Falcon, and over here is my host, Riffixix, also known as Cole Mikey Jackson. How you doing today, Cole Mikey Jackson? Don't do that. What, don't do it japanese why? where you start with the last name and then finish with the first name? If you're going to do it, you got to do it for both of us. Oh, okay, fine. My name is Nogo Torsten, and this is Komaiki <laughs> Jackson. It doesn't work. <laughs> Mikey, it doesn't work. This is, this is Komaiki-san, and I am Nogo-san. <laughs> Please stop. <laughs> you don't like that? I don't want to get, like, copy. I don't want to get, like, canceled. Canceled? Because we're saying... That. Okay, well, fair enough. I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna turn up your microphone a little bit here because it sounds hollow in my ears, but... Maybe I'm just, you know, being a little too picky. I don't know. We'll ask the chat how they feel. How do you her, speak into the microphone again? No. See, that sounds way better in my ears. <laughs> sounds good. All right, Golden. Chat, you can let us know how it's sounding. Anybody else who is not in part of the Twitch chat, what are you doing? Thank you so much for listening to the podcast After Hours on wherever you're listening to, on YouTube, Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, Pocket Cast, wherever you're listening to this podcast. Thank you so much for checking us out. If you want to watch the podcast happen live, we are live at twitch.tv slash podcast with an uh, underscore under every space every second Sunday. You can check us out there if you wish to speak with us live. Otherwise, thank you so much for checking out the podcast, and I hope you're enjoying yourself. Y'all are out of focus. Well, that doesn't matter to everybody I was just talking to on all the Anchor apps and podcast apps. They don't give a damn as long as we sound good in the ears, which that is what I'm hoping we do. Nonetheless, thank you guys for being here. I appreciate you guys coming down and hanging out. We've got, well, at least I've got a few things I want to talk about today. I don't know what you have planned to talk about today. Probably nothing, because this is Wings and Wrist, totally unstructured, which you pitched You pitched as the title, mind you. So. Yeah, because that's what it was, and that's all the way it's it, always been. It technically been. still is. I mean, to be fair, I will say there are there are a lot of topics that like come up, and I'm like, we should talk about it on the podcast because I, I want to... Share it. Yeah, well, I want to share things, but I also want like people who come to the podcast to feel like they're getting something out of it and not just listening to two dudes bromance all the time because like new people to the podcast. Hey, that's what they're here for. I mean, sure, but I mean, just like new, Come pe- on. new people coming to the podcast might be like, I don't know who these people, Ooh. I don't care for these people. I want like the details that they're talking about, like that they see in the description that we talk about like Warhammer and Dungeons and Dragons and video games and sometimes like music and social media and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And if they listen to and all they get is bromance stuff, they're like, this is not what is in the description. <laughs> so it may as well be. It may as well be in the description. We, we are a bromance who talk about bromance romancing all the time and sometimes we talk about warhammer dungeons and dragons social media music what it's like the fuck not. sprinkled in there you know yeah like salt bay sprinkling and just all the actual details yep. damn salt bay must be really old because i remember salt bay before covid anything before covid is old i want to tell you <laughs> salt bay is in persona 5 royal what do you mean he's in the what they made a fucking little thing do no, salt bay they they made the one of the new characters fucking do it oh my god <laughs> Persona 5 Royal. And when Ashley got to that part, we fucking died. Persona 5 Royal n- knew the mission and it achieved the mission or wh- whatever that meme is. It knew the job or achieved the mission, however it is. So good. Tori, you need to breathe. What the hell's breathing? No. <laughs> don't you know I'm a rap god? I don't breathe unless I'm dead. That's not the actual quote, but whatever. Uh, close enough. It's close enough. And nobody's going to fact check me on rap god. Uh, my, I say that and someone listening is like, hold my fucking beard and is off checking me now. Well, nonetheless, thank you guys so much. Thank you guys for being here. Shout out to the people in the Twitch chat. And we got Nerms, we got Aranthus, and we got Ethereal Ashy. Thank you guys so much for hanging out and being here. Ooh, forgot. Um, Ashy, if you want to go ahead and text Kendra, because she's always like, hey, I don't, ha- I have all my notifications turned off for Discord and everything. Please text me when you go live. Well, I don't want to grab my phone and text right now because I'm a little busy doing the podcast thing. So shout out to Kendra if you're listening to this afterwards. And anybody else whose name is Kendra, <laughs> how's it going? You're going to text from a girl named Ashley. Don't worry about it. <laughs> but other than that, uh, thank you guys so much for being here. I hope you're having a fantastic time. It is no longer smoky and bl- and awful in Kelowna anymore. We got like a huge downpour. And yeah. We fucking needed that it, shit. Absolutely. Finally, I was able to go sailing the other day and I could see across the lake for the first time in two months. And I, I didn't have to worry about, like, if I go sailing today and a motorboat comes around the corner, are they going to be able to see me in time that they don't smash Bro, what into fucking me? corner? 
What well, like like around the bridge? <laughs> like, the smoke was so bad. Like I went down to the couple times where I was like, oh, how bad is it? And I would drive down, and if I can't see across the lake, which our lake our lake is long and narrow, it is not wide. No, nope. it is not hard to swim across the lake. So if I can't see the other side of the lake, I don't sail because any motorboat could just come flying through, and I'm going meet me. Yeah, I'm sailing. If I need to turn, I'm not turning on a dime. A motorboat's turning on a dime, but also if they're going fucking ripping through the water and they see me at the last second, I'm dead. I'm not moving out of the way. I can't. I'm under sail. So, so. Fuck that, in other words. Yeah, pretty much. But then recently, I was able to see. It was nice. It was sunny. It was windy. It was good stuff. I went sailing. It was a fantastic time. I was out there for like, I went out at 10 a.m., so 10, 11, 12, 1, 2, 3. I was out there for like five hours. It was great. A fantastic time. <sighs> there you go. I breathed. Are you happy, Nerms? Are you happy? Uh, how do you say your new name, by the way? You used to be fucking Mr. Friday, but now you're Nerm1S. Nermus. So, is it Nermus? Is that what it means to be? Uh, is it just nervous? Well, Ethereal actually says it's nervous. I'm going to assume it's nervous, but otherwise, you're Nerm One S because that's. It's always fun saying people's names. Or Jackson is right. Nervous. Okay, sounds good. We'll go it's with me. that. I'm right. You're right here is what you are. Yeah. It's it. That I, mu- too. I must say it's nice doing this podcast with you here in person instead of over Discord. Not mm-hmm. that there was anything wrong with the over Discord, but it's just this is. This dynamic is much, much more favorable in my eyes. It it's flows. Sal- salt Bay is showing up with salt all over that beef. It's, it feels so much better. <laughs> Just slapping that salt in. You have the weirdest metaphors for things. We were talking about Salt Band. You know, you wanted to bring it back in so it isn't just left alone. Hey, want to become famous? Buy followers, primes, and viewers on bigfollows.com! Exclamation mark. Why did you put spaces between? Oh, so that it wouldn't. That's genius. That bot is a genius. Oh, yeah. I, I was wondering, why on earth would you go space dot space com? Because so it doesn't get bopped. So it doesn't get bopped because it would know it's pu- putting a link in and it would immediately get popped. These m- bots are getting so smart. At the same time, goodbye, you unwanted crap. Get out of here. For everybody listening on the podcast, we had a bot show up in Twitch chat and uh, it was genius, but also still didn't work. Still a bot. Still a bot. So nonetheless. Bots are only as smart as its creator. Well, that creator knew that most Twitch chats will ban links outright. So good on you. Good try. But also n- failure. <laughs> Not working here. It's like it's like level nine bots in Smash Brothers. Sometimes they'll absolutely wreck your face. And other times they just SD for no reason. I've never I've never had a level nine bot get wrecked by me. I've always got slammed by No, 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 no. that's what I meant. Like it, it destroys you. And then other times it's like, I don't know how to do things, and then it just falls off and dies. I wish I've never had that happen. I think the it's mo- happened like twice for me, so it's not very often. But I think the most challenging bot that I can face in Smash is like five. Anything else beyond that, and I just feel like a fucking toddler holding a switch. It makes me sad. So you just gotta play more, dude. I'm so busy. I am unbelievably just do it while you busy. on the crapper. Yeah, I'll just throw. I'm busy on the crapper too. <laughs> I, holy, I okay. So oh no. So I'm what gonna, have I done? <laughs> okay, hold on. Let me let me clarify why I'm busy while I'm on the crapper. One moment. <laughs> so so I this is something I haven't actually told anybody uh, this yet. So uh, this is news to everybody. Not really news at all. It's just something I've always started. Um, oh yeah, <laughs> actually that bidet got you busy. By the way, anybody, if any of you don't have a bidet, you need to get a bidet. It sounds weird, and uh, trust me, I was against it for the longest time because I was like, why on earth would I want to sit on a pressure washer up my bunghole? I don't want that. But then I got one. Can you stop? No, because this is important. Your no. health is important. Your butt's health is important. Uh, okay, I'll make it short and sweet. Bidets clean your butt better the toilet paper numerous times when i'd be like at work sitting or walking around like my ass crack would itch so much because of poop particles stuck in there that i didn't get dude with the you gotta stop paper. you're going too deep come back <laughs> but uh, speaking of going too deep the bidet no. the bidet gets in there no. and it washes all of it away it's beautiful you turn it off for a couple of seconds and you and it just cleans it all away and it falls into the toilet and you have no more scratchiness in your ass crack it's wonderful I swear, I'm not memeing. I'm not being like ridiculous for the sake of being. I'm being You're- sincere. I haven't needed to itch the inside of my ass crack since I got up a day. It's wonderful. And it was $40 on Amazon. 
It was so it was easy to set up. It was cheap, and it works. It just works. <laughs> Anybody listening to audio only cannot see the face that Jackson's giving me right now, but it is chef's kiss. <laughs> <laughs> Nerm, Nerm 1S, this man has no shame. I, I am trying to help all of you with your butt health. Is that not something I should be doing? Should I no, not all help? of us have itchy ass cracks, my friend. I'm well, sorry to say. Well, I'm happy that you don't. I did, and now I don't. Thank you, the bidet. So, so, yeah. Why am I here again? I don't know who ranked this. I'm assuming you have nothing else better to do. But also, you're welcome. I See, there are, there are people sitting in this chat right now or people listening to this podcast right now on their way home from work or just painting Warhammer miniatures or doing whatever, you know, and they're thinking to themselves, like, actually, you know what? That's <laughs> not a bad idea. Like, my ass is actually really itchy from sometimes. And they, they're thinking about it right now. And to those people, you may not admit it, to anyone publicly, but I see you, and you're welcome. We'll move on from that because I could. You have nothing to offer for this. Absolutely fucking not. So we'll move right. I wanted to talk about something before we got onto the topic of the bidet, but I I cannot remember what it was. What was? Oh right. Okay. Yeah. Why I'm busy on the toilet, which is not the bidet. Oh no. <laughs> it's not the bidet. So um, I've started. I've started a side hustle. I have started. Um, I don't know what it's what it's technically called. Um, it's a, it's a something that I've seen a, a couple of people do before, and I've always thought like, oh, that would actually be a really good idea, um, to, like a side hustle to make extra money that costs you nothing. So I I eventually took the leap because it's it's very it's a lot of work to get into, but as soon as you get into it, then it's very easy to maintain and it costs you nothing and it's very little time that you have to actually put all right, it afterwards. All right. So what I did is I've basically. This is going to sound real, like pretentious, and it's not. And I will explain. I've started my own clothing company. Now that sounds pretentious, mm -hmm. but here, here's the deal. Here's how this works. So, um, I made. I basically went to one of those print-on-demand websites, like Redbubble or Teespring or uh, Merch by Amazon. One of those things. Do you know mm -hmm. what print-on-demand means? When you buy something, it is then made. Yeah, it's ma it. You don't make a bunch of them no. and then have to sell them. They make. Per order, print mm -hmm. on demand. So I basically went to a website and I've made a, t I've made my own um, store. Now, this is also going to sound pretentious. I'm not going to name the store because I don't want people knowing that this is my stuff. Because I don't, I don't. It's not that I don't want to be associated with it. I just, I would rather it stay anonymous and just, you know, do its thing, sell its thing. I don't want my name to be tied with it because I don't want there to be any like some something happens later on and someone finds a shirt or anything and they're like, oh, that was made by Torsten. That's why it's garbage or something. I, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I just, I'd, I'd rather the store just be its own entity without my name at attached to it for whatever happens in the future. I, That's I, it. So that, again, I'm not trying to sound pretentious. I'm just trying to be clear. But nonetheless, so basically you make all these different designs and these everything for a certain niche of category and you put it on this print-on-demand website. And then basically afterwards, anytime someone buys a shirt from it, like regular merch sales, they will cover all the costs of the shipping and everything and the person pays for the shirt and then you get a small profit out of it. Like, for example, depending on what price you set the t-shirt at, um, like my, my t-shirts are set at a price where anytime someone buys it, I make roughly $6 profit from every t-shirt that I sell. I think sweaters are about $12 and then uh, tank tops are roughly around $5, $6, same as a t-shirt. As but, you go. As you go. But nonetheless, it costs you nothing to do because the the print-on-demand company takes their profit when they make the shirt and they give you what's left. So it, do it doesn't cost you anything to get into and you only make profit back. Now, a lot of people will do that and they will call it there and be like, all right, go, and they just let it you know, accumulate money and sometimes they'll get money later. I'm going a little harder into it because I really want it to actually pay back you know, soon and not years from now when it accumulates. So I've also made a separate Instagram page for this shop where I have basically taken a bunch of the logos from the uh, things and I have photoshopped them onto models and such that have like blank shirts for you to photoshop your logos onto. And I upload it to the Instagram page and it's promoting as a clothing brand, which then circulates around Instagram's promotions and everything and then people can like it and they have a link to the shop right then and there. So it promotes the shop that way as well, which also costs me nothing. Mm -hmm. So it, it, that's that's what I've essentially started doing as a side hustle. And I started doing that a couple of days ago. And it's been a lot of work right off the get-go because I have to make like a ton of designs to fill this store with designs and different merch and everything. But once you get like a decent enough category, then you just have to upload like 
keep keep the store fresh. Maybe upload a new design once every week or so, and then you're posting a bunch to the Instagram maybe once every couple of days or something, which takes very little time. You could do it while sitting on the toilet taking a poo. See, now we've circled right around back to why I said I was busy while I was on the toilet. So, anyway. That's what I've started doing as a side hustle to hopefully make income. Uh, I haven't made any income as of yet, but I also started doing this like three, four days ago. So mm-hmm. we'll see. But uh, yeah, that's about that. That's why I'm busy on the toilet. It had nothing to do with the bidet. It had everything to do with that little side hustle. Um, but anyways, uh, speaking of side hustles, let's hustle through some Twitch chat here. Jackson, please change the topic. Oh, that's still talking about the bidet. Yes, it was. Um uh, Theory Lashley, Oh God Tour is part of a multi-level marketing scheme. No, it's not a marketing scheme. <laughs> that sounds way cooler. Mm, but it's I not- don't know. It is a marketing scheme, but it's not multi-level. How is it a marketing scheme? There's no scheme involved. What do you mean? It, it's not a scheme. It's it's basically, I've, I've made merch. People see that merch. They buy the merch. They get the merch. And yes. I get profit. How is there a scheme? That is the scheme. The scheme isn't necessarily a bad thing. Oh, okay. Well, fair enough. Okay, yeah. You know, my side hustle's a scheme, but not a bad scheme. It's not a. It is a marketing scheme, but it's not a multi-level marketing. Scheme. Fair. All right. Yeah, we can go with that. It's not a multi-level marketing scheme. Fair enough. Fair enough. Ah, uh, oh, yes. The first half of the podcast is just about toilets. <laughs> we didn't talk about toilets at all. Actually, we only talked about bidets, which are not toilets. They are attachments for toilets. Same fucking difference. All right, fine. We'll move right away from the bidet. And we'll right away. Uh, uh, bidet, uh, I was trying. Uh, I had a huge Good brain try. Tr- that, that was that was a one hell of a stumble. I was trying to like wordplay bidet like good day onto something else to like segue into a different segue. That was the word I was looking for. I was trying to use bidet to segue into another topic and I fucking fumbled the ball so hard. Oh, you, oy- you did not deem game in it. Oy vey bidet. Here's the segue into our next topic of the day. Warhammer Plus. I'm going to talk about it. Oh, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. You know what? I want you to talk about something. Do you have anything on your... Because I've talked about the bidet. I've talked about my side hustle. I want you... You want, you could talk about your army. You're very close to finishing that or uh, or how you decided... Finishing, quote, unquote. Quote, unquote, finishing. Or you could talk about how you went to Quantum and went, how much Chaos Black do you have left? Two. They're both mine now. Yeah. <laughs> you fill the void with something. Yeah. Basically, uh, I'm very close to at least finishing the build of my Necrons. Because uh, painting is a whole other beast. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a lot easier than my fucking towel, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I realized, I went through, I have, a little, I have an app called Figure Case. And that is just a little thing that has, uh, you have your armies, you have all the models within those armies. And then in the model themselves, that has a how many you have, how many you have built, how many you have primed, how many are in progress. It's actually really handy. Kind of gives you a, bar, a progress bar, mm-hmm. and I really like it. Uh, so I, I went in there, and it's like, you know, just scrolling through, and it's like, huh, I don't actually have that much left. <laughs> huh, is this how it feels to almost finish an army? I, I must be, because I have never finished an army. It's very You're close, sad. though. You're very close. Not really. I still have You're to closer paint. than I am. Uh, I disagree wholeheartedly. I still disagree wholeheartedly. What do you mean? I have to paint my warp talons. I have to paint my venom crawler. Yeah. I have to paint my two obliterators. I have to finish painting Lord Kazdax. Who's, mm-hmm. He was just a chaos lord for those two who have no idea what that means. Um, I just named him Kazdax. Um, what is it? Because so, he kit bashed him. Yeah, because I kit bashed him. So, yeah, there's. Great, by the way. There's, thank you. Uh, so, yeah, I have the five warp talons, the venom crawler, the two obliterators, uh, Mr. Kazdax. And then, I mean, I still have all the. All the unbuilt cultists from the Dark Vengeance box set and the Chosen from that Dark Vengeance box set. So, like, I have a ton. And the unpainted uh, 10 Chaos Marines as well. Mm. And then technically... But you have more painted than I do. But that's not fair because I've I've had that army way longer than you. I True. started collecting back when I was, like, 13. I bought my first start collecting box of Chaos Space Marines back when it was just a rhino, 10 Marines, and, like, maybe, I think, an aspiring champion. And that was it. Oof. And it was a hundred Canadian dollars back then, and it's still like a hundred and ten dollars now for Ooh. ten Marines, obliterators, master possession, venacro. Holy shit! Actually, you get a lot more for hundred dollars nowadays yes, than you do. Yes, you for- do. Wow, 
that good on you, Games Workshop. I just realized that. You know what, Games Workshop? Later in this podcast, I'm about to bash the shit out of you. But right <laughs> now, you get a you get a hats off. I didn't realize that's actually a, still fucking expensive. Still expensive, but it, I just mean in comparison. I was because I remember I spent exactly a hundred dollars on my first start collecting box because that was a hundred dollar bill that I got from my grandma for my birthday. My mom was <laughs> super pissed, but. I was that I, so I remember exactly like it was hundred dollars exactly because I had a hundred dollar bill and now mm-hmm. it's hundred and ten dollars for arguably a lot more. So mm-hmm. good on you, Games Workshop. You did good by the start collecting boss or chaos space marines. I'm real nervous what's going to happen when they actually get their new codex next year. But whatever, we'll we'll deal with that when and it happens. And their combat patrol. Yeah, and their combat patrol box, which I mean, we'll deal with that when it happens. I mean, if I mean, if the models are great, I just you know what I really want out of anything. I just want them not to make models exclusive to the combat patrol box because mm-hmm. God damn, they haven't yet. They haven't yet, which and is I'm, good. I'm really hoping they don't for chaos because like chaos start collecting box is the only start collecting box that I'm aware of that has models strictly for the start collecting box. Space Marine never had models strictly for start collecting. Nope. Well, they're also the favorite child, so Yes, but like, but even like all the other ones, like uh, Tyranids, I don't think they had any models nope. exclusive to start collecting. Tau, I don't think nope. had any exclusive. Like, most of them didn't have any, but then Chaos is like, Obliterators, only start collecting. Master Possession, only start collecting. Venom Crawler, only start collecting. Which is like, bullshit. Yeah, it's like the only thing Because those models there, are all fucking cool. They're, they're amazing looking. All of them are incredible on the board. Like, they're, they're useful. Yeah, every one of those models is useful, but every single one of them is only available as a whole set. It is so annoying. And as Then far- again, you always do need Chaos Marines. Yes, but that is the only thing that I can buy separately is 10 Marines. The and you're greater possessed. Oh yeah, well. oh, yeah, and there's greater possessed in the box, too, that you can't get elsewhere. God, oh, still a great deal, but at the same time, fuck you, Games Workshop. Like, those models should have been separated, like, years ago. Oh, absolutely. They should They should have only been involved in the Star Collecting box for, like, a couple of months when it first came out. And as then, they do. As they do. And then made them separate. I mean, they did the same thing with Indominus. Yep. Almost, almost, almost everything from Indominus you can now buy as a separate box on its own, except Except for for some of the named, or quote unquote, named characters, the prominent characters you get as masters of the champions or whatever, the chapter master, no. Ancient. Ancient. Well, I'm I'm talking about what the- the Blade Guard Ancient. There's the Blade Guard Ancient. There's the the captain, the, um, what the hell is it called? The the lieutenant. yeah the primary lieutenant and then the the chaplain uh, or not the chaplain um the guy with the bald head with the giant sword with one shoulder pad oh missing. uh the judiciary judiciary yeah they they all come as a and as a the collective. blade 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 guard ancient is also in there too yes the ancient with the banner so yeah. so they all come as a collective you can't buy any of them separately that which, is the same with yeah. with that is also the same with the necron side yes the scorpec lord uh doesn't have it isn't anywhere. Mm-hmm. The Plasmancer is only in there as well. Mm-hmm. The Reanimator is also in there. I also built him. Nice. And I did the whole don't talk to me and my son ever again. Uh, yeah. It was, was great. It was fun. <laughs> um, and the Crypto Thralls are also not in there. Yeah. So- and that particular type of Overlord is also in uh, not for anything else. Yeah, well, because well, that's the same thing with the Primaris Captain because there there are two separate models of Primaris Captain. There's but the, that's the, the one that has Storm Shield and yes, sword. it's modeled with that. I mean, yeah. regardless, you can give it that when you're playing the game. You just tell yeah. your opponent it has that. But modeled with it, yeah, that's the only model that has the Storm Shield, where the original one is yep. standing on a rock with a giant bolt pistol or bolt, bolt rifle. rifle. I love that one just because he's just so chunky with the. Fucking fuck off. He's a dope looking. He's a dope. Both the Primaris captains are dope looking models. Mm-hmm. But we're not supposed to be praising Games Workshop. We're supposed to be angry at Games Workshop because they made. <laughs> ca- start collecting oh, chaos. Marines. And you want to know the oh. biggest slap in the face? What? The price? No. Yes. <laughs> the price of just those particular models that you can't get anywhere else. Like if you go onto the Necrons and go to it's I think it's like the Royal Court is yeah. it, it's called the Royal Court and then the ones that are like master champion masters or something like that. A hundred and seventy bucks. Yeah, for just those models. Fucking ridiculous. Indominus itself was it's like, like two hundred two 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 thirty. It was like two hundred two thirty something like that, and you got so, so you get all those models. Plus all twenty of, warriors, plus twenty warriors, plus some scarabs, plus scorpec destroyers. destroyers, plus the entire Primaris Marine half, mm-hmm. which includes its own separate blade models. guard ancients. Th- yeah, the assault intercessors. 
uh, the Primaris Lieutenant, the Primaris Captain. Those would have been part of the set. Yeah, part of the set. But but nonetheless, just all that is ridiculous. ridiculous. And then as, as well, I mean, talking about the same thing we talked about earlier, where the start, the start, like the get into Ninth Edition Warhammer oh recruit box. The recruit box, sixty dollars, sixty dollars, sixty-five gets, bucks, pretty good. Sixty-five. Okay, I thought it was only yeah. sixty. Sixty-five. Oh, sixty-five. Okay, nonetheless, sixty-five dollars gets you Primaris Lieutenant, Royal Warden, ten Necron Warriors. Uh, Five assault intercessors, a little pop-up game board, and dice, and plus three scarabs. Plus three scarabs. All of that for sixty-five dollars, or you could get just the Necron Warriors from the same box for fifty-five. Ten dollars extra. Bullshit. Ten dollars extra gets you the entire Primaris side of that and mm-hmm. everything, which on their own, just the characters are thirty dollars on their own. Yeah, it's like you can buy two characters from that box for sixty dollars, or you can get those two characters plus all that extra stuff for an additional five dollars. Like, what the fuck is happening with this goddamn pricing? Holy! That's that's why I was like, hey, I need more warriors. You wanna you wanna like, kind of split this? Yeah. No, I, I don't. <laughs> I don't. I like. Because you pay $55 for 10 Necron Warriors or $65 for 10 Necron Warriors plus everything we just listed. And then you could just sell everything you just listed and those Necron Warriors pay for themselves. It's Mm -hmm. unbelievable. It's it's both unbelievable but at the same time an incredible deal. Thank you, Games Workshop, for being fucking retarded. Thank you for being (laughs) just absolute twits. Ah, Ethereal actually says, I want to play Sisters of Battle. Ironically, a small part of me wants to play Sisters of Battle too. You know but, what? But yeah. to be fair, a small part of me kind of wants to play almost every other army. Like, yep. anytime I look at an army, I'm like, eh, I probably won't play them. But there's, like, every time I look at Eldar, I'm like, their models are super, 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 super old. But a small part of me, a tiny little part of me is like, I, I like them bullet ball I, heads. I really, and actually, no, I, <laughs> a small part of me is like, I really, really want to play Harlequins. You know what's the number one thing that I don't want to play Harlequins for? I don't want to paint them. Holy fuck, no. I don't want to paint them. God, Matt it, just finished his. They look great. They look great. But, Holy oh fuck, my God. I don't want to go through that process. It's unreal. For those of you who have no idea what we're talking about, uh, get out your favorite uh, search engine and Google search Warhammer 40K Harlequin models. You'll understand why we don't want to paint them because holy shit. Same reason shit. neither of us will ever play Lamenters. Same reason, exact same reason, exact same fucking almost, reason, almost the same kind of design exactly. reason. So, oh, god, absolutely not. <laughs> and like, if I was to play Harlequins, I would either have to either a commit to trying to paint that like different colored diamond pattern all the time, or just you know what, I'm gonna take this spray can, I'm gonna take this spray can, and, go, and I'm gonna take a third little bit of wash, three colors tournament ready, let's go. It's <laughs> just like fucking, <laughs> but. Speak, yeah. Speaking of saying fuck it, go ahead and finish your thing before I get onto another tyrant rant about Warhammer Plus. Oh, what do you mean finish my thing? Well, you were about to say something and then I interrupted you. Oh, uh, about the Soul Sisters battle. Like, oh yeah, they're getting so many fucking cool models, like mm. the Nundums. <laughs> I love the name. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and they and, and I'm, am I am I wrong? No, 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 it's a great name. It's fantastic, <laughs> Nundums. <laughs> they're just so fucking cool looking. They are like. They're like the Grey Knight Dread suit, Dread, Dread, the Dread, dread Knight, the, the Dread Knight, yeah. Except not completely stupid, not a baby carrier. <laughs> See, the hilarious thing is, everyone calls the Dread Knight like a baby carrier, but now they fuck. <laughs> well, I mean, they did before, but now they are even worse. Like, holy shit! Yeah, you fought one. I know it was awful. Holy God, it was awful. But nonetheless, I've always liked the way the Dread Knight looks, and like everyone's like, baby it's carrier. just, it's just a baby carrier. It's just, it looks like a dad with a little baby carrier in its pouch. And I'm like, you know what? I see that, and I understand that, but I still love the design. I, I... still think it looks awesome. And if I saw it in real life, I'm not gonna look at the thing and go, oh, look at the little baby carrier. No, I'm gonna be like, that thing's gonna fuck, and <laughs> I'm gonna see, die. If I had to choose between that and a dreadnought. It'd be the Dreadnought every time. It depends on the Dreadnought for me. Oh, yeah? Because well, there's so many different looking Dreadnoughts true, now. True, They're no longer the just best the box one? with arms. Okay, this might be a, a hot take, but I think the best looking ones, Custodians, 100%. Custodian Dreadnought? Absolutely. The Telamon and the uh, Cestius one. I'm going to have to disagree. Not my favorite. It's, Are it's, you sure? It's, it's, a good, it's a good looking Dreadnought. It's not my it favorite is looking Dreadnought. Is it, the, is it the Hellbrute? The Hellbrute Dreadnought? What? I, the Hellbrood is not. <laughs> I struggle to call the Hellbrood a dreadnought. It's chaos it, version. It's of the a chaos version of dreadnought. It's, it's, I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. Is it the Darrow Darrow? 
I don't know what the Darrow Darrow is. It's basically familiar. a dreadnought that has like two guns the size of it on each side. Oh right, no. <laughs> Which does look cool. Let me let's be honest <laughs> it does, here. It does look dope, but no, uh, no. My favorite looking dreadnought is probably probably always going to be the OG dreadnought. The big box the on big, legs. The big box on legs is probably going to always be my favorite looking dreadnought. Really? Just because it's what, what, what I'm familiar with. It's iconic. With. It's iconic. And that's, yeah. that's the same reason like for my Primaris Marines, I'm painting them Blood Ravens. Blood Ravens aren't an official army. They don't And have... if they are, they're fucking Ultramarines. Pretty much. Which makes no goddamn sense. Yeah. yeah the, the fucking what little lore that Games Workshop has approved as like actual legit lore has said they're a fucking subchapter of Ultramarines. And I'm like, I'm sorry. No. They're a subchapter sub of Blood Ravens, or sorry, a subchapter of Blood Angels, and that's that. Because <laughs> you can't change my mind. You're not going to change my mind on it. They're blood. They're a subchapter of Blood Angels, just like the fucking Flesh Terrors. But whatever, I digress. Nonetheless, Redemptors look fucking cool too. They do. They do. They do look cool, especially when fucking Peter does them. Because holy shit, those those poses look so good. Who's Peter? The guy I played last week. Oh, 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 that. Oh, that Peter. I was. Yeah. Trying, I was like, there's no Peter on dice check. Who's Peter? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> No, gotcha. And oh yeah, I guess we can talk about that too. Uh, I played my first games, first game with my Necrons. They're not all painted; they're just primed. But wait, that still. was that was your first game ever with your Necrons? Yeah. No. Wait, no, no, no. Oh, physically the, the, in physically person. with okay. the models. I was yes. like, I've played your Necrons hundreds of times, but <laughs> no, yeah, physically in person. That is true. Yep. So and you slapped him. Yeah. It's fucking. It was. It ouch. was brutal. <laughs> To be fair, he didn't play a very good list against it. Even well, though he like almost killed off my Lich Guard turn one. Well, I mean, which is a feat in itself. I mean, he was playing Tyranids, but also, so I mean, there's a couple of things that we can factor in there that just you know are out of anyone's control. Tyranids have an eighth edition codex. You have a ninth edition codex. Uh, I'd just... argue the Necron one is is not the most like out of balance one. It's probably the the most balanced compared to you know, Drakari. Well, uh, sisters. Uh, and what's the other one that's real big right now? Admech. Admech, yeah, that's right. Yeah. but If okay. I was up against Admech, I would have gotten wiped turn one. <laughs> well, shit. You're, the men who want to be robots would destroy the robots who want to be men? That's a shame. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> How dare you do me dirty I'm like so this. sorry, but it's true. <laughs> but no. Yeah, I think it was his like second game with Tyranids, and there's only 1,000 well, points. And that, and that so. was the second thing I was going to say. I was like, both Tyranids are still on 8th edition codex where Necrons have their ninth, but also he just got Tyranids. Mm-hmm. He hasn't played them very often, so he's not familiar with how they function and how he likes to play them. Yeah, he was so. playing a very shooty uh, Kronos list, Yeah, which so. was really scary, but as soon as I got in his face, it was all over. Which is ironic for a Necron, but... I, my <laughs> Dude, I went across half the fucking... Uh, like I turn one charged him almost. Okay, again thousand points, much smaller. Table. Yes, much smaller table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But still, I, my lich guard removing seven inches <laughs> because God. of the uh, sudden storm, and then just the, the buff that the overlord gives. That's outrageous. But he killed nine of them turn one. Wow. Yeah. Like I had With one guy what? left. Uh, the Exocrine, and he had Hive Guard too. Oh, okay. Like, he mulched it, and but the thing is, his biggest thing that he did not fire at turn one was the Doomstalker. Well, he didn't touch it. Well, he, did he even know what it does? It's a, it's, it's a. The model for the Doomstalker is a, is a bug looking dude who's real tall that has a giant gun on the back. Yes, but a lot of things have giant guns that are really not that spooky anymore. Like, like what? Like defilers for Chaos Space Marines, they quite literally yeah, have an yeah. enormous cannon coming out of their chest hole, and nobody plays them. That's true. Nobody plays defilers. You can't Vi- get them. Well, that too. But vindicators, vindicators quite literally have one of the biggest cannons on any tank in Warhammer, range. and they have a twenty-four inch range, and it's really not that bad. I mean, uh, Demeki had played them recently in on one of the videos, and they did. They did work. Did he win? No. That's my point. <laughs> Modeled with a big gun doesn't mean big gun goes boom. It means big gun has potential to go boom, but probably won't. But yeah, I got, but then again, I also got super, super lucky with the uh, shots on the Doomstalker turn one. Hmm. Uh, I rolled five shots because it's a D6 uh, damage and a D6 shot weapon. Hmm. And I hit like three of them. They all wounded Oof. and they dealt exactly the amount of wounds I needed it to do. So it was like, I looked at that and I was like, oh man, I'm so fucking sorry. (laughs) There's no way I should have done that. Oh well, it is what it is. Also, (laughs) it's kind of funny because my list kind of got 
uh, it kind of got because uh, one of its one of the abilities of the, of the dynasty I was running was that it has a six inch pregame move. Okay. I wasn't able to use that because the 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 mission was like no. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, the mission was like no, oh. we're not allowed. Oh. Get wrecked. Yeah, so I was like, like oh. Even, even handicapped, you still fucking slapped him. Then again, with that, everything was OPSEC. Oh. So I oh. just like charged onto his own objectives and like, they're mine now. Well, that's unfortunate. <laughs> poor guy. Oh, well, I say poor guy, but also I'm kind of happy because he fucking absolutely annihilated me last time I played against him. So, Yeah, you did pretty good this time. You, I, you, went, you got close with I points. Went, I went toe-to-toe with a ninth edition codex of Grey Knights, but that's only because he decided, you know what? Drago is pretty strong. Drago can take corn berserkers. No, he couldn't. <laughs> Drago got swarmed out of his mind. <laughs> chainsaw, chain axes Ch- go burr. Chain swords and chain axes both go burr. It's just awful. <laughs> you just drowned him in dice. That's all you had to do. Pretty much, he because he he had never faced. He knew like world leaders were like melee combat, but he'd never faced berserkers before. So he didn't was, know that they could fight twice. Yeah, fight if they could fight twice, and then if I really want to, I can make them fight three times if I really want to. And Anything then, dies. And then he was also playing Imperium, so if I really want to, I can make them fight three times and have. Extra attacks on fives, fives and, sixes. and sixes. I could just really just. You ju- didn't need to though. Just you. Do you want to drown today? You're gonna to drown in plastic dice. That's how many dice I'm rolling in this combat. How many dice did you roll? I don't even know. Too many. Because okay, here here's the thing. Most of our audience that doesn't know Warhammer is left at this point. So I'm okay continuing talking about <laughs> Warhammer. But like, so here, let's do some. Anyone who's really really good at math will be able to figure this out on the fly. I'm not going to because I hate doing math and calculating. Mm-hmm. But so here here's what happened. So I have we I have ten ten berserkers. Did you, yeah, oh, you you got all, I had of, them all in? Ten of them. None of them were dead. I had all huh. ten of them in on this man. You know what? So, so I, so I had 10 Berserkers. The Aspiring Champion has three attacks. The other Berserkers have two attacks. Base. Base. So the Aspiring Champion has three attacks, four attacks because he charged, five attacks because World Leaders have the ability Butcher's Nails. Which Six gives them an, attacks. Which gives them an additional attack on the charge in, and then six chain because the Chainsword gets you an additional attack. So one man has six attacks. The other nine have five attacks. So and they all do it twice. And they all do it twice. So someone who's really good at math can take ten, can take nine, nine boys hitting five times per boy, and then one additional one hitting six times, and then once you get the total of that number, times it two, times it by two. Did, did you just do that in your head just now? No, I, it, it probably it's very wrong. Oh, okay. I was, I was like, you are... It, it might be wrong, but that's like an amount of dice that you would have been rolling is like a hundred and some dice. It's, it's, it was ridiculous. It was un, it was unbelievable. So did you do like 20 at a time? He's like, are you dead yet? I, pretty much. <laughs> it was, I, I can't remember, but uh, yeah. So someone who wants to do all that math, just take, take five... Five times nine. And 45. And then add an additional six uh, to no, it. That's, that's wrong. Here, you no, know what? that's right. You know what we're gonna do? You know what? Anyone who doesn't want to do math and who really wants to find out the number, we're just gonna do this live on it. What is five times nine? The answer is forty-five. Okay, so forty-five plus six—that's fifty-one. So fifty-one attacks. So I, was, I was right. So fifty-one attacks, and they fight twice. So that's a hundred and two attacks. A hundred and two dice. That's how many dice I rolled. Wounding One, on threes. Wounding on threes. But but nonetheless. Uh, Hitting on threes, wounding on threes. Yeah. But none, so like. It was a lot. At least. It was <laughs> a lot. Like 50 wounds. Something like that. 50 wounds, negative one. Not that it mattered on him. Not that it, it mattered. Three, three up save. Yeah. But, but it, you just drowned he still him died. in dice. He still died. That's so, all you got to do sometimes. Yeah. So at the end of all of that, that, all you need to go know about this is that I rolled individually 102 dice against one dude against one dude and he died and he absolutely got obliterated. how overkill did he get do you remember we didn't we didn't can finish counting because <laughs> I roll all the dice and we got to the wound part and then he he rolled like a couple of invulnerable saves and then after a couple he rolled like one more and he and I had like I don't, I don't know, a bunch of dice set off to the side, and we just kept on like counting them out every time he did like an additional yep. roll for that one. And then once he failed his last one, he was like, and he's dead. And I had, like tw- I don't know, a whole <laughs> pile of dice still ready to go. So I was like, he's dead like 500 times over. Yep. <laughs> so, but anyway, Ethereal Ashley, no thanks. Don't worry, Sisters of Battle, don't roll that many dice. You're- <laughs> they can. 
not they cannot roll 102 dice on one melee barrage. No, there's mm. no way. A big group of 20 sisters kitted out with uh, uh, chainswords, maybe? Well, why on earth are you running 20 sisters with chainswords? Because you want to. You want to throw dice. I, I, it's the I, same reason that, that Matt runs Termagants. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. Okay, speaking of all of this stuff, we're going to continue talking about uh, Games Workshop a little bit here because um, I just want to make a real quick uh, chainswords are sexy. I've never heard that statement in my life, but uh, you heard it here first, folks. Chainswords are sexy. That's coming from Ashy of all it people. It is coming from Ashy of all people. Nice. So... Uh, we're still talking about Warhammer, so this is probably just going to be the fucking Warhammer episode. But damn right, it's going to be. It is what it is. It's, hey, you, know, you said that we were talking about. Uh, we weren't saying what we're talking about on the thing earlier. You're like, oh, what? it's just two guys having a bromance. We're oh, not talking about that true. shit. That we're true. talking about that. We're shit. talking about this shit now. There you go. <laughs> now, now people can be like, if like, looking for an episode about Warhammer, I'll put it in the description. This is complete. This is bidets and Warhammer. What an interesting conversation. <laughs> Bidets and Warhammer. <laughs> uh, uh, what what's the the thing you're about to talk about? What's that one called? Hammer and Bolter. What? I don't get it. I'm missing something. I feel like you could change it to be that. Hammer and Bidayer. Bidayer and Bolter. Bidets and Bolters. Bidets and bolters! Boom! There's the title of this episode! Bidets and bolters! What were you thinking? Okay. Pretty much the same. Okay, good enough. Bidets and bolters. There we go. That's what we're going. Oh, no. <laughs> what Lash, have I done? You gave an excellent title to an excellent episode with excellent hosts. Anyways. Let's give her here. Anyways. That, that was the weakest high five. That was like you were going to hold my hand. That's much better. What if I wanted to hold your hand? Well, then there's the bromance everyone's been waiting for. If you're listening, we're holding hands. And if you want to see it, come to twitch.tv slash wings and wrist podcast. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> Links in the description down below. Uh, Ethereal Ashy, quick change the topic to your personal life, Jackson. All right, talk about your personal life before I dive into d- bidets and bolters. Actually, hammer and bolter. <laughs> um, I have one, yes. <laughs> That's better than most. <laughs> Surprisingly to myself as well. Solid. You know what else is solid? Let's go back to the bidet for a second. No, I'm jo- <laughs> joking. I don't want to hear about anything that's solid. It has to do with bidets. <laughs> I'm sorry, Tor. That's okay. That's okay. No. Okay. So I don't want to. I don't want to go ranting on this for too too much. Um, if you're listening to the podcast early and you want to hear my full thoughts about this. Um, Personal shout out. I do have a YouTube video coming out talking about this episode. Uh, it'll be it's roughly eight to ten minutes long if you want to get the full details. So you can check it out there. But basically, so Warhammer Plus is a subscription service coming out that I am I, I was genuinely excited for. Was primarily because of Astartes because that Astartes is great. Astartes is if great. If you haven't and, watched it, look it up. Yep. I mean, even if the original creators' videos aren't on YouTube, someone has re-uploaded them somewhere. I promise you. Um, They're not there anymore? Oh, you you don't know about any of this, do you? Oh, no. Oh, okay. Oh, Jackson, I'm about to break your heart. So, so Jackson, and uh, anybody else who doesn't know, I'm about to break your heart. I didn't realize you didn't know this. So, Games Workshop is a wonderful company full of wonderful people. And they love to make people work only for them. Uh Uh-huh. You are absolutely correct. Yeah. So- what happened? Oh, this happened to the Exodate, by the way, as well. I know. Oh, so you did know about that I one. I know that they took all the, car- the the creators. I didn't realize they they took down all the videos, yep. too. They took, and, and they did the same thing to text-to-speech. <laughs> they actually took them down? I don't know if they took them down. No, he's just not making them anymore. He's not making them anymore, but I, I mean, it's a matter of time before Games Workshop reaches out and says, hey, take down your videos or come work for us. Because that's what they told That's what they told the people creating the Exodite. That's what they told uh, Astartes Project. That's what they told another guy who was making a Black Templars uh, fan animation. That's the name I can't remember. Uh, but a bunch, of, a bunch of fan animations on YouTube. Basically, Games Workshop reached out to them and gave them two options. Either one, you take down your fan animation because it's our IP that you are using without our permission, or two, Two, you take it down anyways and then come work for us and continue your projects under our IP and we will pay you and put you on our new subscription service, Warhammer Plus. Both options require you removing your videos from YouTube. Yikes. And that's what happened to Astartes. That's what happened to Exodite. That's what happened to a ton of creations. They removed them from YouTube and said all of our current projects and future projects are available in one place. 
Warhammer Community. And then eventually, they're going to take them from Warhammer Community as well and put them into Warhammer Plus, which is coming out on Wednesday, um, mm-hmm. August 25th, for those of you who are watching this past Wednesday. So, yeah. So, But a lot of people basically re-uploaded the Astartes ones and downloaded them. So if you want to watch the original you Astartes, you can find it. It's not going to be the original one from the creator, but it is... Astartes, nonetheless. Also, did you, I, I think you're aware when they re-upload the Astartes to the Warhammer community, Games Workshop changed a bunch of sound effects and the music that was used at the end. Why so? Because my guess, nobody nobody said why. It was just something that was easily noticed. My guess is probably the music that he was using was. Um, well, I know the first one, like in the in the first couple of episodes, I know that was two steps from hell. Yeah, and that's probably what was going on. Is that a couple of music stuff was probably licensed from other people and mm-hmm. Games Workshop went, we don't want licensing from anybody else. We want our own homemade or at least your own homemade and music know, and episode. And I know sound the sound effects, effects for the uh, the armor when at the end. I know that was from Fallout Four. Well, there you go. That's probably why. That's probably why it was changed. And that's what most people theorize was that the music was probably came from an outside source outside of Games Workshop. Mm-hmm. And Games Workshop doesn't like sharing. It doesn't like anything other than its own personal creations being involved in its IP. And that's why it was changed. Which, unfortunately, for I'm me, kind of for because it makes it theirs. It does make it theirs. But I and really, also, I really liked the OG ending to Astartes. The music they used was so perfect. It gave me quite literally no, no cap chills it, oh, yeah. g- it gave me chills and the new one i'm like it's okay it's good if i didn't know the old version existed i'd have no problem mm. with it but the old version's ending music was just the marching the squeal coming in. it was just oh, so fucking good which again youtube you can find it it's not gone forever but anyways um so anyways but yeah so they took all that and they said uh no, no matter what answer you give your projects are gone from youtube whether you work for us or not, and that's what happened to all of them. Um, and now they're all making projects for Warhammer Plus coming out, or they just stopped altogether. Like text to speech has stopped altogether because he's too worried. And I think I talked about I talked about this briefly with you as well because they have their own battle reports coming out with mm-hmm. Warhammer Plus, and they have. You're wondering them. how bad that's gonna affect everyone else. I mean, everyone's worried, and uh, like Dave from Mini Wargaming was talking about this on Twitter, and he says I don't see them doing that. That seems like a really big reach, but. But at the same time, a small part of him can see them doing that. They, because mm-hmm. as soon as they release it and they say, this is our Warhammer Battle Reports, it is under their IP, they've named it, they've trademarked it, they can go after anybody making Warhammer titled Battle Reports. And they can go, you're using our IP, that is from Warhammer Plus, take it down or rename it. They they Ludicrous. very easily could do that, which is yep. the dumbest shit. And I think... That would literally kill their, their game. I think. Well, and that, but that, and that's the other topic is a lot of people are saying is that with how far Games Workshop has gone with controlling their IP right now, like it is not a question that all the fan animations, Astartes alone, got so many people interested into mm-hmm. Games Workshop and Warhammer 40K as a whole, and it cost Games Workshop nothing. It mm-hmm. cost them zero dollars for that much free promotion from someone who is a fan of the game. Yep. Now, if anyone wants to see Astartes, they have to either A, watch a re-upload versions of it on YouTube from other channels, which will only exist until Games Workshop comes around with their ban hammer and takes it off of YouTube. Mm-hmm. Or two, they have to go and find the originals on Warhammer Plus, which, how are they going to know Warhammer Plus exists? There's no promotion being done for it. The only promotion for Warhammer Plus is on Warhammer Community. Yep. Who is going to Warhammer Community? It's not a promoted thing. So mm-hmm. it's it's just it's it they're spending so much money to take back all these fan animations and put them in their own subscription service with no promotion to this subscription service. And I don't feel like the subscription service is going to be going to really keep it. I don't they're, they're think not so going to survive. I don't think they're so. They're not going to have as much content as they believe they do. Like you could watch everything that they have on there in a weekend. Probably, uh, but if that, but see, and that's, but that's what they're banking on is they have all these animations and all these different titles. Like they have, I think it was between twelve and fourteen different shows coming out. Of course, they're still under production and they're still going to come out. And they're saying they're going to be an episode every single week for one of those shows. So every single week there will be a new episode for one of the many shows that they're doing. So eventually they'll get to the. 
the point where they have a lot of content on there. But the content will only continue to be produced as long as money is coming in. And I've seen a lot of creators on YouTube and Twitter talking about, are you going to subscribe to Warhammer Plus with everything that they've been doing in terms of controlling their IP and fan animations? And a large majority are saying no. Absolutely a large not. majority are like, I'm not going to support that. You had free promotion and everyone was happy with YouTube. And now you're mm -hmm. taking it all away and putting it under a paid subscription that you're not promoting outside of your own website. If no one knows about your website, no one fucking knows where to find it. Mm -hmm. It's so dumb. It's unbelievably stupid. But anyways, we haven't even talked about fucking the episode of <laughs> Hammer and Bolter. This whole thing that I want to talk about. So, okay. So as a, as a way to entice people to get to Warhammer Plus, mm -hmm. they released one ep episode one for one of their shows, Hammer and Bolter, which is very interestingly done. It's very cartoony in its animation style. It looks very Darkest Dungeon. It's very much Darkest Dungeon in terms of its its cartoony style. style, and I was I was I was hyped. I saw the screenshots for it, and I was like, okay, that looks interesting. Let's talk about Commissar Yarik, who's a fucking badass. <laughs> Commissar Yarik, and and Glasgow Thraka is also in it. So I was like, okay, oh, this yeah? looks. Oh yeah, it's it's primarily about Commissar Yarik, and then uh, Glasgow Thraka, and they're like. Um, rivalry. rivalry is what it's primarily about. So I was like, okay, I'm interested and I wanted to see it. So when it came out free for 24 hours to check out as a promotion of like, hey, more stuff like this is on Warhammer Plus so you can subscribe to it plus mm -hmm. everything else they're offering. And I watched it. <sighs> Here's the thing. This, this, is, this is my short review. Lay it on me, boy. If I watched that episode on YouTube, if this was a uploaded fan animation on YouTube, I'd praise the ever-loving shit out of it. But it is, it's not. It's super well done. It had vibrant colors. The voice acting is phenomenal. The music was fun and entertaining. And the animation overall was great. There were parts of it that I was like, that was really fucking interesting. That was really cool. I liked what they did there. And I would give all that praise because I would think it's coming from a standard one, maybe two-person YouTube creators. But it's not. This mm -hmm. is coming from a developed team that is being funded by a multi-billion, not million, billion mm -hmm. dollar company that has put their name on this project saying, this is our stuff, we've produced this. Games Workshop is very good at making animations. The introduction to ninth edition yep. is unfucking believable. They yep. have a mobile mobile they have, they have a lot of mobile games, which is a whole different subject, but they have one mobile <laughs> they have one mobile game called Lost Crusade, which is their newest one. The an the opening animation to Lost Crusade, a mobile game, is unfucking real. It's so goddamn good. And I believe that comes from a billion dollar company. This teaser episode that's supposed to entice people to subscribe to Warhammer Plus looks like it's made by YouTubers. And if it was, it has all the praise needed, but it's not. It's made mm -hmm. by a multi-billion dollar company. And there are so many things about it. There are stock sound effects in there. Ironic, because we were just talking about Astartes and the, all the music changes. No, it's, there are stock sound effects in this animation. There are so many times where it's a freeze frame and there's small little bits of movement here, but everything else is just standard st like stock still. There's a, a one perfect example. There's a scene where a bunch of drop pods come down with a bunch of blood angels and a dreadnought and they pour out and they're fighting a bunch of orcs. And then it does this wide shot where you're supposed to see this giant battlefield. What you see, you see like two or three marines take a couple of steps and take some shots and a dreadnought is standing just outside completely still. He's not firing his bolter. He's not doing any flare. He's not moving. He's completely, perfectly still. And like all the orcs are perfectly standing still. Three marines take a couple steps and start shooting their bolters in this massive combat. Like it's not a standstill. This is the middle of a battle that we just saw close-ups of them fighting. And the wide shot has like three people moving. And that it's makes like no sense. But the thing is, the reason it is that small. And like just a lot of people say, oh, it's creative choice. You don't have a standstill. No, these are blood angels and orcs. There's no creative choice no. to have a standstill. I'm Absolutely sorry. Absolutely fucking not. It's budget. It's Games Workshop being like, this is the budget you have to make this animation. And they have a time constraint. They don't have time to animate and move every single little individual person on that screen because they don't have the time or the budget. And you know where that time and budget is coming from? It's coming from Games Workshop, who is not giving it to them. And then the same thing. Oh, I don't know what happened with the writers of this, but the orcs do not behave like orcs. The The animation is told by the perspective of an orc telling the story of Commissar Yarrick and how he's a badass and how it all It should be ridiculous. It, it should be. But here's the thing. So 
it starts off with two orcs are like trying to get at this. Um, what's the what's the mini orc called? What is it called? Gretchen. Gretchen. They're trying to get at this Gretchen because they're going to eat the Gretchen. Of they're, course. Just, just because they want to. They're, so they're trying to get at this Gretchen. They're going to eat this Gretchen. And then this big orc comes by, takes the two orcs, and is like, "We don't eat Gretchens. What are you doing? You're going to be nice." And like puts one of the orcs on the ground and puts his giant killer claw over the orc's neck and is like, "Now listen here. You guys are going to smarten up. And I'm going to tell you the story of like this the major thing of, of the biggest like baddest human." And he like released the orcs and he sits them down and they sit by a campfire and they quite literally talk about Commissary Yorick while these two orcs and this Gretchen they were going to eat and this big orc boss sit by a campfire and talk about Commissary Yorick. Now, if that's the creative choice, that's a creative choice. Nothing wrong with that. But these are orcs. These are 40k orcs. They fight each other and eat each other and no one gives a shit. But now I'm, we're just supposed to believe that the orcs, they pound and they're everything and they're like, no, listen here. We're going to take a break. We're going to be buds and I'm going to talk about Commissary Yorick. Sure, it's funny, but at the same time, it's not realistic to what we believe orcs from 40k should act like at a minimum that killer claw should have crushed his head Absolutely. at a minimum at a minimum he had him but, on the ground with the killer claw around his neck and he went listen here we don't eat gretchen gretchen need to grow up and be strong like us now you're gonna know how it is actually strong and can fight us let me tell you about commissar yorick and like that does not to, seem to realistic. be fair i think a big enough story from a big enough orc could potentially, get, you know, get them enraptured enough, but it doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel like what so, we know 40k orcs to act like is what I yep. had the biggest issue with. Yep, so, I agree. That that had it. I mean, plus all the other myriads with like so many different scenes coming up where like there's the smallest bits of movement from like a bit of cloth here or someone moving their arm here, but vast majority of it is just static standstill stuff because they didn't really? have oh so much of it is just static like freeze frame images or excuse me small parts of the image are like shifting like a cape is moving in the wind but everything else is like perfectly still in hmm. combat scenarios or like commissary there's a scene where commissary stands in front of a bunch of tanks and he raises his arm and he goes fire and all the tanks fire off at once the screen literally it doesn't show flashbang or thing the whole screen just flashes white and then it comes back to the standstill image there is no gun flare mm. there is no smoke or anything like that that would come out of the gun it's just they take the whole thing and they put a white filter over it and they turn the white filter on and off on and off on and off for the the cannon fire which yeah it gets the point That's across lazy. it's but it's lazy and it but it's fast it's mm -hmm. cheap and it's fast and i have a to summarize, I have a hard time believing that the studio wanted to produce it like this because there are no. there are moments during that episode that are dope, that are awesome. The lighting is crazy, the way they edit it, and I'm like, that that is good. That is awesome. I want more of that. But it is so far and few between. And the only reason I can think of is because of budget and time, which is all controlled, not by the studio, by the people paying them. And that's Games Workshop. Mm -hmm. And Games Workshop... Is notorious for making very, very good decisions. Yeah. So, I talk a lot. Of, I talk a lot more about uh, the Hammer and Bolter episode in my YouTube video, which will be linked down below uh, when it comes out. If you want to know more about it, but basically, that's it. Games Workshop just really, really feels like they are they're shooting themselves in the foot with a bolter. Yeah. They, they really, yeah, they really, <laughs> they really want to promote this Warhammer Plus thing and get a lot of paid subscriptions out of this Warhammer Plus, but they're trying to do it as cheaply as possible to make the biggest bank out of it. And to be fair, yes, when you're a company that makes things, your goal is to make money. There's no problem with making money, but mm -hmm. you also should be a company that believes in its product. And it really doesn't feel like, at least from what I've seen from the Hammer and Bolter episode, and then also a little bit from that Blood Angels episode that I talked about a while ago with you. We didn't do it on stream or anything, but I talked mm -hmm. to you about it personally. It's just and I was I was complaining about the sound effects, like when they tossed the gun onto the rubble, it mm -hmm. sounded like a ball of tinfoil clattering on the kitchen floor. It didn't feel like a, a fucking storm bolter going <laughs> slamming yep. in or they stomp. It was just very weak sound effects. And after this, it just feels like Games Workshop is trying to put as little money as possible into their own product Which in order to ridiculous. get the biggest return out of it. And I don't like that. But the worst thing about this is I'm going to be a hypocrite and I'm probably still going to buy Warhammer Plus on Wednesday because I want to see the other animations. I really, really want to see Astartes too. Oh, yeah, definitely. For any other reason. And that Aster, that uh, Assassin Nora model. I really want that Assassin Nora model. Well, you so. at least have an army that can use it. That's true. I also have an army that can use it. So I don't. But, and then also I. And that Vindicare model is fucking sick. Yeah. And then as well, you get the Warhammer 40K app uh, as part of the subscription as well, which I already pay for. So yeah. I, I basically don't have to pay for that app anymore. I just move it up to paying for Warhammer Plus, which is $2 more than the app already. So yeah. 
Yeah. So I'm. I. I for you, it's a no-brainer. For me, it's a no-brainer. For anybody else who's like, no, I'm not going to pay Games Workshop for what they're doing. I fully understand and I fully support them in that decision. And I really wish I could do the same. But it makes sense that I would get it because I already have the app and because I want that yeah. model and because I want to see the other animations. It makes less sense for someone like me who has not used their services, has, yeah. doesn't really really want to watch mm -hmm. anything in particular besides the Stardies on there. Mm -hmm. And maybe the Exodite, but I feel like it's going to be forever before that's ready. Who knows? I, yeah. There's no idea. And for someone who has no Imperium armies whatsoever. Or Orcs, because you can also get the orcs. orc model. So, uh, Is it an Orc model? Yeah, it's either the assassin, the assassin, the assassin or, guy, or the orc Age makeup. Of Sigmar. It could be used for both. Mm. It, it was it was made that you could either use it for Age of Sigmar, or you could use it as a mega boss uh, with a killer claw in okay. 40k. So you could use it for both. The the assassin, yeah. unfortunately, is only 40k. But oh well. Well, yeah, yeah. The thing about that is, like, I don't have either any armies that can use them. They would be really cool to have because fuck, they look great, mm. but. For me, that's not as big a draw as it really could be. Yeah. So, so that's where yeah. that's where I said a Warhammer Plus. I'm still gonna get it because there are animations that I do want to see. I do want that model. I think I'm just gonna bum it off you. You know what? And that's the thing is that when <laughs> when when news like uh, like next week's the Exodite or next week's the Stardies, I'll absolutely be telling you. Oh yeah. And like if we can don't, watch it together. I'll be sad. Well, if you don't, you'll see it on YouTube. I guarantee someone will re-upload it. And like that's the unfortunate thing with all these. Like Games Workshop thinks nobody's gonna re-upload this stuff. Come on, you're tripping. But the, <laughs> you're tripping. You're bro. tripping. Of course, people are gonna re-upload it and watch it for free. So it's yeah. I don't know what's going through their heads. They they want to control their own IP, and they want to make money off their IP. But quite literally, they were I I would argue making more money on new fans coming in for no cost, just mm -hmm. fans being fans. And now they're paying all this money to hopefully get money back. And I don't think it's going to work. And but the worst thing is about it is that this is not the first time Games Workshop has done stupid shit like this, and they've yet to improve. I, I have a hard time thinking they'll improve. And yep. my final note, do I think Warhammer Plus will fall? I think there's a high potential that even with as little money as I've seen going into Warhammer Plus, that it still might flop. There might be not be enough of an investment and a uh, comeback from it that mm -hmm. they might just say, you know what, we're gonna we're abandoning Warhammer Plus. I mean, it's not the first time. They abandoned Warhammer City, or Warcry City, whatever the hell that that box set was. Uh, they they made a box set called like Warcraft City or something like that, uh, and they announced it. It was going to be an ongoing thing. There was a ton of models for it. It was a big box set. They they announced it. It sold out, and then they canceled it. They stopped it all all from. They removed mm. from the store, and no one could ever find it. And they never released a statement from it. No one knows what happened. It sold out in moments, like everything. And then they and but they had a whole bunch of press saying this was a new thing. That is it was similar like Kill Team, a new kind of like smaller game thing like that. Called it wasn't Warcry. Necromunda because Necromunda is still no, no, going. No. But it was again same thing like like Necromunda yeah. or Kill Team. It was one. It was like Warcraft City or something like that. And mm. a big box set, tons of awesome looking models. And then they just removed it from the store immediately after it sold out, and they never talked about it ever again. And no one knows what happened. So I, if they did that to Warhammer Plus, I could see it happening. Oh, yeah. But I don't know. We'd just kind of have to wait and see. Just mm -hmm. like you're going to have to wait and hear more from us next time because that's going to be the end of the podcast. Thank you guys so much for being here. Uh, if this was too much Warhammer for you, I apologize. I know we usually I don't. talk. Well, yeah, I know you don't. But <laughs> I, we usually talk about it like a little bit more. Like last episode, we talked about like Pokemon and a bunch of other stuff as well. So this one's heavily, heavily Warhammer. But, I mean, I just had... I personally had a lot on my mind in terms of Warhammer with just everything Hammer that's been Bolter. going on. Hammer and Bolter primarily and whatnot. Mm -hmm. But nonetheless, it's it's fun. I mean, people who listen to the podcast before know that we like Warhammer. So Oh, yeah, they do. But and it's only gotten even bigger. It, it's only gotten even bigger and hopefully better. Because mm. both of us have two armies now. Well, I, I, I more than him, but you know. Yeah, but nonetheless. <laughs> Well, thank you guys so much for being here. I hope you guys had a fantastic time. If you're watching this live on stream, thank you guys for being here and listening through. If you are listening through Anchor or Spotify or any of the other podcast apps, thank you so much. And if you want to leave us a message, you can go over to Anchor and leave us a voice message that we will listen to on stream and answer back. It doesn't have to be a question. You could just leave us a message or it doesn't even have to be a nice message. You'd be like, hey, you guys are dinks. So it'd be like, thank you. Um, a crazy underscore bat chick or whatever the hap your name happens to be and uh, that'll be about it but nonetheless thank you guys so much for being here uh, we hope to see you guys next time and uh, eventually 
I don't know when, but eventually we're going to start bringing guests onto this podcast again because it was fun. It's interesting. I mean, I love hearing your voice as much as I'm sure you love hearing mine. But it's also <laughs> fun to include guests. And I think we, we might have talked. I don't know if we talked about this on the podcast or after the first podcast. But it's it's nice to have guests that are also not our friends. Yes. No, no offense to our friends. You guys are great. But it's fun having guests that like we don't know personally, like Sif mm-hmm. Savory or Elspeth Eastman. I... This is pro- I don't know if this is even going to happen, but I would love to bring Elspeth Eastman back onto the podcast and talk to her like several years later and see how everything is going. Because hmm. I don't know if you've been keeping up with Elspeth Eastman and such. Nope. She's gone through a real rough time. Oof. She had surgery on her vocal cords recently. Oh, no. Um, yeah, she, it, was, it was bad. She had surgery on her vocal cords recently. She's relearning how to speak from it and speak in a completely different way, which is basically put her fucking whole voice acting career at a full stop. No kidding. Um, uh, a couple of years ago, before COVID, she had a really bad uh, thing with a, with a tabletop game online that was streamed on Twitch. Um, the DM essentially, long story short, sexually assaulted her character. Mm. Which caused her to leave the campaign. Oh yeah, of course. Uh, well, yeah, I, n- no blame Full on stop. that. Full stop. Absolutely, get out of there. Um, but, but that was a huge debacle that happened. And it's like so a lot of stuff has happened to her recently mm. that she, you know, life hasn't been great, especially with the whole surgery on the vocal cords. And you know, her job is a voice actor, so like, fuck, <laughs> that mm-hmm. sucks. But I just. I would like I'd like to talk to her again, but also because the last time we talked to her, we had audio problems and there was internet connective issues. And even on the podcast you can listen to right now, there are chunks of audio of hers or yours or mine that are just straight up missing. So a lot of the conversation bits just feel out of place and mm. weird, and I don't like that. But and I'd like to you know get the re the, the second re, chance the second chance the redo event i think it would be fun and interesting but of course you know she's done nothing but grow since then and it, i reached out to her via twitch whisper last time and she responded twitch whispers aren't even a thing anymore <laughs> so i don't even know if she'd I mean, ever respond you, you can get messages on on twitch still but it's yeah. like you don't see them but yeah there's twitch has put as about as much money as games workshop has put into warhammer plus for that <laughs> production <laughs> and on that note but anyway, um, eventually I'd like to bring more guests. It doesn't have to be Elspeth, but just guests in general that are about things we talk about, D&D, Warhammer. Or... Get mad on here. Yeah. I would love to get one of those <laughs> Holy guys. Holy shit. I don't... That would they don't be... have enough fucking time, though. There's no way. There's no, there's no fucking way. You, I, if I got Bricky, you'd... I would, I would shit literally shit myself. You'd shit your pants if I got Bricky on here. That would be incredible. Oh, I would love to talk to Bricky. Oh, my God. Watch. We're going to look back on this podcast episode like 27 years later when we're big famous and we can talk to Bricky. <laughs> uh, and you know what's the worst thing? It's the worst thing? He's younger than both of us. No, he's not. Yeah? No, he's not. He's like 25, 24. I'm 25. I swear to God. That's not fair. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> but again, he's put a lot of work into his into all of his stuff. So yeah, well, props yeah. to him. Yeah, he's doing a lot of stuff. I mean, he's got his he's got his streams, he's got his YouTube, he's got Dice Check, and now he's also got Adeptus Ridiculous. So Which is amazing. It's Th- great. the quality is out of this yeah. fucking world. Oh, we, we talked about Adeptus Ridiculous last last time. A little st- bit. Still recommend, Just a wee little bit. Yeah. Still recommend checking out Adeptus Ridiculous and the Orcs podcast. So Bricky is twenty five confirmed. Well, Shit, Bricky's my age. You're older than Bricky. God, you're an old man. I know. Holy. All right. Well, I know we. I said I was ending this podcast, and then anyone looked at the audio and went, there's 20 minutes left. Where are you ending? So we're going to end now. Thank you guys so much for being here. I appreciate you guys coming by. If you enjoyed the podcast, be sure to leave a like or a comment or however it works on whatever app you're listening to this podcast on. We appreciate any kind of feedback is welcome. And if you want to watch this live, you can check us out at twitch.tv slash wings and wrist podcast and underscores after every time. Or if you don't want to type that out, the link is in the description down below. Thank you guys so much. We will see you guys in two weeks. And if we end up talking about Warhammer, the entire podcast in two weeks, well, so be it. So be it. It's totally unstructured. We don't know what happens, but you know what's happening right now? We're going to pop open some music oh i closed the music player well unfortunate i guess it's just gonna have to be a random hard cut off of just when the podcast end <laughs>